everyone. Welcome to a very, very, very special episode of Lemonade, the Mother's Day special. Today, I am here with Bethany, and we have a very special guest. I'm here with someone who is the reason that I'm here, which is very cool and awesome and fantastic. I'm here with my own mother, Brandy Waters. So very excited for this episode. This has been a long time coming. I finally bullied her to record this with us. It is 10 p.m. the day before her birthday. Not just any birthday, her fucking 50th birthday. So she is, she's here. She's Brandy. She's handy. She's ready to share her wisdom. <laughs> and, and now I'm thinking I should have swallowed. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Welcome to the episode. Thank you. Thank you. So this is an episode where you and Bethany get to talk about your experience parenting, what toddler time was like, the terrible twos, the terrible threes, the terrible fours, the terrible fives. <laughs> Terrible 24s, 23s. 24s. We are going to start off with the beginning. You guys get to compare pregnancy stories, birth stories, all of that. Who would like to go first? Um, Make Brandy go first. I'm yeah. sure people have heard mine. Our birth control so, episode was half Bethany just telling us about her horrific birth story. Yeah. <laughs> Between the both of you, every single day. Before my birthday, my mom will always text me, hey, I just went into labor right now, 20, whatever, however old I am. Oh my gosh, I do that too. Yes. Zoe was 46 and a half hours, five epidurals. It was warm in there. I know. You didn't want to come out and you didn't want to leave my side for the first 18 years. That is true. But she came out with fists ablazing. Her birth pictures got fists like she's going to beat me up for making her come out. I was considering it. Yeah. Still am. <laughs> yeah. I remember waking up about one o'clock thinking, oh my God, I gotta go to the bathroom. And then there was snot. <laughs> I was like, what is that? <laughs> and I remember going, it was about seven o'clock at that point. My mom had came over, started doing her log of all the all of my contractions. And so I get to the parking lot at 7.15, they stop. I'm like, are you kidding me? So anyways, after 26 hours, called the doctor. She's like, hey, or my mom, not me. And she's like, hey, she's like in a lot of pain. And so he said, come on up. I go up at, I think it was like seven o'clock in the morning or something. No, it was two o'clock in the morning when I got there. They're like, oh, you're dilated to two. I'm like, are you kidding me? So then they even gave me a shot of morphine. That explains a lot, Zoe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. to let me sleep and I slept through some pretty big contractions and then he broke my water at 7 a.m. He's like, I'll be back about 10 a.m. because you'll be ready to go. No, no. Fuck no. I was a night baby. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I would get an epidural, I would throw up and go back to sleep and then an hour and a half later, epidural, throw up, go back to sleep and finally he's like, all right, we got it. We got to get this kid out. And he's like, we're to race towards the, with the lady next door. <clears throat> and I'm like, are you kidding me? And then he yelled at the nurse because I had just gotten an epidural. I started pushing at nine. She didn't come out till 10, 28. Yeah. Oof. I know. And he's like, oh, I can pull her out by her hair. Cause she had long black hair when she was born. 
And like a full um, head of hair that didn't even fall out. Yes. No, she, she had a lot of hair. And I was like, that explains all my heartburn. Anyway, so she finally came out, and I was so nervous that she would have a face only a mother could love. Aww. So. Zoe's pretty, though, so it's okay. <laughs> I know. It, 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 it was okay. I was like, okay, she's she's cute. She's cute. She's a, I'll, I'll keep her, I guess. It worked <laughs> out. There wasn't anything health concerns. There was no health concerns. It was all, is my baby going to be ugly? <laughs> <laughs> She's like ill as long as she's cute. So, anyways, during the thing, I had my best friend Travis in there and my mom, and I was like, "Chav, you're cool. You can stay behind my head. I don't care." Oh no, he had to hold my leg. He's holding one leg. My mom's holding the other leg. I'm like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> well, then after you know she's out, they take her over there. My crotch is facing straight at the door to the hospital room. The nurses are going in and out. There's a new face at the door every time. My dad, my brother, my friend Dawn, her mom. I was like, come on. Everybody just saw it. You know, the next day, the nurse comes in. She goes, I need you to roll over. I need to look at something. And I'm like, why? Because I didn't give birth out my asshole. (laughs) Oh, but you did. (laughs) She goes, oh, no, you've got two very large protruding hemorrhoids. I'm like, oh, see, I didn't know everything down there hurt. So... (laughs) Why they say people poop is because all the sensation down there is the same. So pushing is pushing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't poop. So that was good. Well, I was just saying, but... <laughs> it was like the same thing. <laughs> she shit out nothing but her own veins. But, yeah. So, but it was from the first contraction to the very end, it was 46 and a half hours. And I told the doctor, I said, Hey, while you're down there, he goes, can you just sew that all the way up? And he goes, it's not a pretty crotch right now, but I'll make it pretty again. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, yes, that is my short version of the, the birthing story. Hey. Mine was long like that, but my blood pressure spiked right in my third trimester. Uh-huh. And I was super healthy, like, the whole way through until right at the end. And so they did an induction. <laughs> Who don't know what an induction is? That's when they force your body to go into labor. Uh And when I went into the hospital, I hadn't even lost like the mucus plug. I was at zero dilation. Yeah. And so they were really making my body go into labor that was not ready. Wait, how far along were you? Like month wise? Yeah. How pregnant were you? Oh, like, um, I think it was like that first or second week of the third trimester. Cause it was as soon as like they were allowed to take the baby out, you know? Gotcha. Okay. That's why she was so little. Oh, um, cause she was only five pounds when she was born. Mm-hmm. Super tall, but just like noodle skinny. I want to say around like the 30 week mark, maybe. Mm-hmm. So they did an induction like, and I was at nothing, like absolutely nothing. Even the nurses were like, wow, you're not even like dilated a little bit. And I'm like, no, like, they, the doctor sent me here. Like, I did not come because I was ready. And the worst part is, so, like, when you go into labor naturally, uh, contractions come in waves. Yes. Like, it hurts for a little bit, and then it goes away. It hurts for a little bit, and it goes away. Oh. When you have an induction, ah. it does not. It is a contraction the entire time. God, fuck that. And that was literally the worst thing ever. And my nurses were such fucking bitches. <laughs> <laughs> like, they would not let me sit in a comfortable way because I had to be, like, heavily monitored. For the baby's safety. But it was, like, putting me in so much pain that, like, it was spiking my blood pressure so much it was setting alarms off. And they would just come in and turn it off and be like, no, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, they did not care about me at all. At that point, it's like, fuck the baby. I mean, like, yes, nurture the baby. But also, like, fuck the baby. 
get comfy. Fuck. Yeah, really. And like, I would move and wherever she was, I had to sit super still for the monitor to read her the whole time. Anytime I'd move, they'd come in and yell at me. And one time she came in and was like, you need to lay back down. And I said, no. And she went, fine. Well, I'm going to tell your doctor you're not following medical orders. And I was like, go ahead. And two minutes later, she came back and just told me to lay back down again. And it's like, you're in so much pain and so exhausted. You're like, not really in a position to be right. like fighting, you know? And it was awful. And then I got my epidural. And once I had the epidural in, that was great. It's just like the one little IV hookup nowadays. I know they've changed it because it used to be like doses. Yeah, that's how my mom was. Get the shots in my back. Yeah, so they just did one like IV into my back is what they did. And so you get kind of a constant thing. So when I had the epidural, that was nice. The problem is I've always, I wasn't even like a smoker, like a stoner at the time, but I've always kind of had a high tolerance to like pain meds. So the epidural wasn't working anymore. And they were like, okay, it's time to push now. And I was like, you motherfuckers, give me the goddamn epidural back. So that was like two days of labor of just constant contractions and then pushing. And the fucking nurse was such a bitch because I'm like, okay, we're almost done. Like I get to push now. And she goes, you know, it might take a few hours. Oh my God. (laughs) And I'm like, now is not the time for you to be like unhyping me right now. Seriously. I popped that baby out in like 15 minutes, dude. It was so fast, like compared to everything else. And like the contraction ache of just constant, I couldn't even really feel her like coming out of my coochie. You know, like that didn't really hurt. I ripped a little bit, just a tiny bit. And that felt fucking freaky. Uh, Like imagine like the like paper cut sort of because like my labia tore and just well, it was just a little. It was considered like really good considering, especially for a first birth. They say you're more likely to tear. Yeah, I tore. So I just tore my labia a little. And then the fucking doctor sticks the needle in me to stitch it up. And I go, ow. She goes, oh, I thought you had an epidural. Like, bitch, I've just been complaining about not having an epidural this entire time. Like, were you not listening? Did they just stitch you up without fucking pain meds? Um, after I said something, they they pain meded me. Okay. Well, see, that's that's the whole thing. I don't remember having any pain meds because I had the epidural and earlier in the day, they were only lasting an hour and a half. So from Mm -hmm. when I started pushing till you came out, I'm thinking that this at the point, because I can feel everything because I even yelled at him and I said, you could take it out any other way, but this way. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Zoe was eight pounds, seven ounces and 21 inches long. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're a big girl. So she is a big one. Yeah, I tried to get a C-section because silly me, I'm like, hey, I'm in medical distress. Like, obviously, I'm like, can I just C-section it? And I asked the nurse if I could talk to the doctor about a C-section. And all she did was laugh at me. (laughs) Like, dead ass. She laughed and walked out of the room. And I was like, are you shitting me right now? And you know what sucks is this was one of the better hospitals. (laughs) That's insane to me. Because the other hospital in the area was straight up about not being mom friendly. And, like, they made comments. They were like, well, you can stay, uh, you have to stay at least one day, but some people stay longer, I guess, because they have nothing better to do. What the fuck? And I'm like, they just pushed a person out of their vagine. And then another thing they said was, she goes, if I ask you what your pain is on a scale of one to ten, and you say ten, I'm not going to believe you. (laughs) She goes, because a ten is like getting hit by a truck or something. And I was just like, ooh, definitely not going to this one. Uh, so I went to the nicer one and had that treatment still. So, Well, there's two hospitals. So my gynecologist was at one. My family physician was at the other one. So I had to have another doctor come see her, come up and 
checked me out and everything before I left. But I can't complain about the people in the hospital. I, mean, I thought they were pretty decent. Bethany, do you think that your age had anything to do with that? I'm not asking you as like, ooh, teen um, mom. I'm asking you that as like, just actually because I'm curious. I wasn't anyway. <clears throat> oh, that's right. No, I think it had to do with how much of a religious church it was. Oh, gotcha. A church, not, fuck, I just <laughs> called it a church. How a religious hospital it was. Literally walking out the, on the way out the door, there's Bible quotes blasted yeah, on the wall. Cool. But they're all like that now. Like, I swear to God, every hospital is like that now. That is true. <clears throat> all the hospitals near us were like that. I couldn't even go and get, um, when I went and I wanted to get an IUD put in, they're like, oh, because they'd switched. And they're like, well, we can't do that. You'd have to go to the hospital. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to find another gynecologist that I can <laughs> do that with. Yeah, because what's your fucking point if you can't give me birth control? That's like your number one goddamn job. Uh, but I did get some drama in the beginning mm-hmm. uh, because of my age, which is funny because, again, it's not I mean, I was young. But it's not like I was literally like a teen mom. You're not that young. I don't know why. For some reason, I literally thought that you were like 19 when you had her. No, like I was 21. Like That's 20 right. when I got pregnant, 21 when I had her, which means my 21st birthday was spent pregnant. Ew. That fucking sucks. <laughs> it did suck. Let me fucking tell you that. Sorry. <laughs> I had a thing with like an employer of mine where they gave me a lot of drama for it because at the beginning of my pregnancy, now there ended up being Mm. nothing wrong with me, but I got pregnancy eczema so bad. It covered every, like essentially every inch of my body, but my feet. Right. Mm. It was so bad. The doctors thought like my immune system was shutting down. Oh fuck. And yeah. So it ended up just being the world's worst case of pregnancy eczema. And the doctors straight up told me that where they were like, I have never seen it this bad, but you're fine. (laughs) But they were worried my organs were going to start shutting down. So I had this list of like ailments like, hey, if this happens, go to the ER. If this happens, go to the ER. Oh, my God. And so I was. Did you have more than one kid? No, I just had one. And we're going to keep it that way, ideally. <laughs> um, so I was like in and out of the hospital. And so I missed a lot of work, but I had a doctor's note for every single fucking time, you know, so it's not like they could really say anything. I got pulled into the office and encouraged to use like the company doctor as my OBGYN, I guess. What was your work at the time? I don't want to say because it was government. Okay. Following. They have company doctors. Well, it was like, it wasn't really the company doctor. It was like the doctor they were associated with. Oh, okay. Who was like, uh, he like, uh, mostly did fucking physical therapy shit. What the hell is he going to do about that? Exactly. He's going to be like, (laughs) well, here's some exercises to pop the kid out. Uh, Go find an OB. Literally. And they wanted to encourage me to go there, but they were really dramatic about it. And whenever I talked to like the main guy, he never said it point blank, but I could tell he didn't think I was going to keep the baby. He was talking to me, like trying to give me like a, a pregnancy talk, which I felt like was weird. That is weird. And then I was like, well, but he was a little on the spectrum. So I don't know how well he was picking up on how weird it was. Ah. He was telling me all about pregnancy, but most of it was like generic crap. And I'm like, yeah, I know that. I think I'm more worried about the like parenting part. <laughs> and he goes, well, let's not put the carriage before the horse. Like, oh, you know, like, let's not worry about that right yeah, but now. You like, should. <laughs> and I'm like, well, one of those is a lot more of a permanent <laughs> situation here. You know, like pregnancy is going to end one way or another. If I have a kid at the end of this, that's like forever. Like, I feel like that's my bigger concern oh, personally. Seriously. And then he told me I wasn't allowed to tell people I was pregnant at work anymore. <laughs> yeah. No, he tried to tell me it was HIPAA related. 
<laughs> Isn't HIPAA if you're disclosing it your fucking self? <laughs> that's what I said. And he was like, well, that's your private medical information. And I was like, yeah, that I've chosen <laughs> to disclose. What's funny is, so I'm gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. People ask me about my gluten intolerance all the time. And I've never got told I wasn't allowed to talk about that. And that was private medical information. Right. But I wasn't allowed to tell people I was pregnant. What are you like, supposed to do funny. if you like start also, looking? I was very obviously yeah, I was pregnant. Gonna say, what happens if you start like <laughs> actually looking pregnant and someone's like, are you pregnant? What are you supposed to say? No. And, like my, like the, the boss. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's private medical information. I can't tell you. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, sorry, that's that's classified information. I apologize. But like all my coworkers were super cool. It was one of those jobs where we all bonded by oh, like how nice. much the bosses sucked ass. And every day people were like, Oh, how are you feeling? How's the baby doing? Blah blah blah, shit like that. So I'm like, it's not exactly a secret. And I'm like, I'm heavy, but I'm not that heavy. I think people noticed I was pregnant pretty fast. So weird. But whatever. I thought 21 was a respectable age. You know? Yeah, seriously. And you had your shit in line by that time anyways, so... Yeah, that was the only reason I decided to keep her. If I didn't, they would have been, you know, aborted. I'm pro-life. <laughs> I was gonna say, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm not pro-life. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm super pro-choice, and I have been, like, pretty much since always. Like, there was a time when I was a kid when I was like, oh, baby killing, but now I, like, know the science. Yeah. So if it, I wasn't in a place to take care of her, I wouldn't have, you know? I would have been like, okay, I know where Planned Parenthood is. They'll right. hook me up. We're good. But I was like, you know, I'm doing okay. I got my shit in order. Like, why not? <laughs> you know, I, I the worst still thing don't. That could happen? I still don't have my shit together. <laughs> well, it's okay. I don't have it together now. But at the time, oh, okay. I had it together. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to get it together real fast because I worked on the road Monday through Friday. Yeah, she was a stripper. So, yep. Traveled around. <laughs> Dude, I, I made so much money that. when I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> but, well, it's just because, you know. People will pay for anything. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? My tatas were huge. They were huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That reminded me of something else stupid that happened at my freaking hospital. So they have you meet up with a lactation consultant most of the time. Mm-hmm. And she was just making sure I was doing it right. I wasn't struggling. And I was doing fine. She was talking about changes I'd have. Instead of asking me, she turns to Cody and asks Cody, did her boobs get bigger? Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, and I just like looked at him and her and he, he looked confused. Like, why are you talking to me? And he was like, yeah. Oh, well, I asked the husband because they tend to notice more. Ha ha ha. Like with the little elbow nudge thing. What? And I'm just like. Do you think I didn't notice when all of my clothes say, started Do you not different? fucking realize when your boobs are falling out of your bra? <laughs> like, yeah, I fucking noticed. And uh, then they oh, stayed nice. that size. No. no. Oh, they do look. They look pretty great. I'm going to be real. <laughs> right now, they look pretty poppin'. Uh, like, if I wasn't no. me, I'd, I'd date no. me. <laughs> I, I went from a C to a double D back to a B. I'm like, nice. Oh, they took some with it when it yes. left. They were like, actually, we're going to take these And the shameful thing with it all is that she didn't even no, breastfeed. No. Because then that whole pump and dump thing, and oh I was my like, God. "Dude, I, mommy's been sober for nine months. That's done. I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> well, they say you're allowed to drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes. The one they say lingers in your breast milk the most is actually weed, uh, which is funny because of alcohol and cigarettes, I would consider that healthier uh, than those. My brother two. gave me a big old spiel when I was pregnant on how I should just smoke weed while I was pregnant. No, no like, she just fucking smoked cigs. Enough cigs to give me 
fat fucking swollen ankles all the time and maybe a heart issue. <laughs> I mean, that's just me paying you back for the hell you put me through. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is true. I'll take it. I mean, he did bring me into this world, so I guess I can't really complain too much. I was so good. I, uh, like, I didn't do shit while I was pregnant with her, even when I really wanted to. Even when the 21st birthday came and went, I was good. I still couldn't breastfeed very long because it just, like, it was a lot. Uh, I think I breastfed for, like, the first three months because, you know, they say, like, the first six weeks are the most important immune system-wise immune system wise, anyway. Um, but, like, three months in, I just couldn't fucking stand her. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, I loved her, That's but fair. I was just like, if anyone fucking touches me right now, I'm going to scream. <laughs> you know, like, you're just so overwhelmed by the constant on you. And, like, it was just a lot. And then one day I was sick and I didn't want to get the baby sick. And so we just bought some quick formula mm-hmm. just, like, for the time. And we're like, okay, well, it's just for the day until I feel better. It was so amazing to have Cody feed the baby. It was so fucking amazing. I mean, like, I pumped. Did you, like, exclusively, like, breastfeed? Or did you also bottle? Well, she was probably too young to take a bottle, wasn't she? Um, no, I'm, I'm sure I did it a couple times. But it was more, I felt like it was more time consuming to take the time out to pump. Yeah, that's You fair. know? Because most of the time when I had milk to pump, she was hungry as it was. So... I don't know. It didn't really pay off for me. Like maybe if I was working regularly, right. it would have been a bigger deal. But no, I was just mostly uh, breastfeeding. Gotcha. But like, I just couldn't take it. And after that first day with a bottle, we like never went back. Like I might have breastfed her like once or twice after that, you know? It's crazy because like also anytime that I'm like nannying or like babysitting or whatever, especially when they're younger babies and like watching parents go through that like half the time I like can't even fucking believe how much work it is like you were kind of saying like that constant like I need something from you and also just like the fact of like babies eventually grow fucking teeth and so like that's a whole thing that I just can't fucking believe and like I don't know man it's just it's wild to me I just I couldn't imagine having to do that for so long like I just can't imagine it and also just like one like there's a definitely like a stigma with that and whatever I mean you can argue for the nutrients and yada yada whatever right and it's cultural too exactly cultures are very different about it oh absolutely wasn't there just a story about a guy that they were getting married and the wife caught him breastfeeding with his mom when they were getting married you no, I haven't heard that (laughs) I'll have to double check I I don't know I I swore that she, she called off the wedding I mean, because I was too. What the balls? The day of the wedding, she caught the son or the her soon-to-be husband breastfeeding. No, I can't even imagine that. I also like again. I just can't imagine like for that length of time having to do that, but then also just like the complications necessarily, but like having to fucking like worry about regular pumping and like leaking and all of that shit like I just there's no way in hell and the amount of parents that fucking leak when their baby cries I'm like absolutely not especially when it's a fucking newborn dude I leaked every time I went pee I don't know what it was about going pee but I'd sit down on the toilet and I'd go pee and my boobs would be like oh us too (laughs) well I remember the first time Travis and I and Dawn went to Chi Chi's Mexican restaurant to go have margaritas after you were born and i even had nipple pads in and yeah soak those soak those up the nipple pads (laughs) yeah because you have to wear them until your milk dries up and then you always kind of smell like 
spoiled milk a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Ew. That's always fun. Yeah, that would be sick for me. Nope. So attractive. But you know, as soon as I was done breastfeeding, like I was chill. Like I was lucky Ezra was a sleeper. I know a lot of people have problems with that. My kid fucking, she slept 20 hours a day. Like the first off, you know? Oh, oh that's nice. Yeah, no, I was nice. She was a sleeper. I was lucky on that front. Like she was always kind of chill. It was just the breastfeeding thing that got to be. Zoe was not. She liked 2 a.m. <laughs> and she liked to cry at 2 a.m. And I don't know how oh, I was. I mean, that makes sense. Zoe likes to cry now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some things never change. <laughs> I want to hear a little bit more about, so like Bethany, you had Cody around the time, which is awesome. Yeah. My mom did not. Yeah. But like, how did that play into like sleeping? I, did, I the didn't night have Cody. That? I didn't have Cody. Yeah, that is true. My mom did not have Cody. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cody. Cody would have probably been like also an infant. So I don't know how helpful he would have been at the time. <laughs> Oh, how did it help? No, like just like your experience with all that. I don't know. See, that's 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 how I feel. Like if if you're breastfeeding, it's pretty much you. Hard flying you know? solo. If you don't right. pump. Like, what was your like? Bethany had Cody, right? You basically just had yourself, and then like Grandma and Grandma D that would help out. Um, my grandmother and my great grandmother, but like, did you have any particular hardships having to do that? All alone? There is no getting out of it. You know, you, you just had to do it. But I do have to say that Grandma D came and bathed you for the first six months of your life because that was like her favorite thing is to bathe baby. So I didn't have to do that. So, I mean, that was cool. But I do remember that they never wanted me to take you out until you were older. So I would have to like sneak you out <laughs> and not tell them that I was going to <laughs> a restaurant or going here or going there because they didn't. They, they didn't want you to go out and get sick the first six months or whatever. Oh my God. So I just, I just snuck you out. Even though they didn't live with me, I still had to sneak you out of my own house. So. <laughs> Do you want to hear some good toddler stories, Zoe? Yeah. Okay. So, one of my favorites. <laughs> I already know what's coming. Oh, my God. One of my favorites is after she learned to go to the potty by herself, which, mind you, her dad taught her. I did not. Um, that's his contribution. Also, I want to, I want to take a moment of just telling that story. So my father did nothing for me in terms of like any sort of parenting, you know, whatever he did potty train me, but this man, the way he knew how to potty train me, he did nothing. He fucking brought me to a store and said, pick out the prettiest underwear you can find. So I picked out some shit with some like Disney princesses on it, you know, and he told me, before we went and got them, he goes, if you piss in these, you will never be able to wear them again. And it was that easy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that man was going to beat my ass if he ever fucking, <laughs> if I ever beat my pants. So I just didn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. I picked you up after two weeks. So he's like, she's potty trained. I'm like, hell yeah. Cool. It was been materialistic from the start. Yes. I wasn't about to lose my pretty panties. We asked for less trouble the, training. The, I was still an avid pretty panty wearer. Yes. <laughs> But the best thing was, is so the first time that she had diarrhea, she's like, she's sitting on the toilet. She goes, mom, my butt's exploded. <laughs> so to this, to this <laughs> day, <it's, laughs> my butt's exploded, exploded, not exploded, exploded. Yep. Exploded. Exploded. So there's that. Poor baby Zoe. <laughs> yep. 
Baby Zoe with her baby cisplosion. I wish potty training was that easy. I feel like it took Ezra forever to get potty training down. And then she went through this phase where she knew how to use the potty. She'd just pee in her pants because she didn't want to stop playing or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> That's fair. For like months and months, I swear. Like, it's just for fucking ever. Like, I wish it was that easy. Man, you had some quality toys then if she didn't want to take a break. I guess. I don't know. She was going to fuck to the toys. That's the beauty of having one kid is anytime I see something, I just buy it. Like, I only got to get one. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. That's why she's kind of spoiled. I mean, it is definitely still a thing. Yeah, Ezra's going to be a little spoiled, but I think that's okay. She constantly is asking me why I don't have another baby all the time. Ezra? Yeah. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were talking about me for a second. I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I swear. Like, I don't get shit from adults from it. And it's funny, actually, moms with more than one kid, so far they've all told me, no, yeah, stay with one. Don't have more. (laughs) But Ezra gives me more shit than anyone. And I try to explain to her, I'm like, Ezra, it would be a baby. It wouldn't be your age. You couldn't play with it, you know? But no, she'll just like, she's actually been like in tears, like, mom, please have another baby. And I'm just like, no. There's a lot more that goes into it than just some bagging. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, dude, like... I don't even know if I'd do it if I could afford another baby, which I can't. Yeah, dude, seriously. These kids are fucking expensive. But I don't even know if I would. Pregnancy was awful. Yeah, you had a really hard time and, like, really shitty (laughs) doctors, which I feel like also really makes or breaks your, like, experience. Oh, yeah. They also tell you the second kid is supposed to be crazier, too, like, more wild. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, my kid's high energy enough, okay? Like, she's sweet, though. Like, I don't want to have a high-energy asshole next. That's what I told him. I said, I'm I'm done doing that. And he said, oh, don't worry. The second one's easier. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I'm not going to find out. (laughs) No. Um, I couldn't go to... I couldn't go to a restaurant from, like, 18 months to, like, four. Because she would just take off. Yeah, that sounds like Zoe. She's gone. Just later. I had things to be exploring. When we moved into the house that I live in now, when she was, what, two and a half? That's how I met all my neighbors, because all of a sudden, next thing, she'd be gone, running over, talking to the neighbors. And I'm like, oh, well, hi. (laughs) Yeah. She was nonstop. Ezra's thing was, when she was little, she always found old ladies to pick her up. Because at some point, she found out that most people she'd ask to pick her up in the store wouldn't pick her up unless they were like a little old lady. (laughs) So she learned how to target them. And I swear to God. She would approach little old ladies specifically before she'd even talk. She'd put this together so and she'd be like, funny. pick me up. And they would. And I'd go see my child in the arms of some strange old woman. That's cute though. I she was like too that. smart for her own good already. She's like, I know who's easy to manipulate. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. She knew how to play the system. <laughs> Other than that, she was like pretty chill. I didn't have to worry about her getting crazy. Like she's very, that's good. Like she's a party girl, but she's like, nice it's sort of mellow <laughs> i don't know how she's both of those things but i mean like she's always down to go crazy but i never had to worry about her being like bad too often i gave her the best of both yeah. worlds i gave her a good well, kid you had to earn after it. years of torment <laughs> yeah i looked out that's another reason i don't want to have another one because people are like you know the next one's gonna be satanic yeah. right and i'm just like no there's no next one yeah. i'm good i'm good personally i'm fine yeah <laughs> You know, Zoe was like super into clothes at the age of three. 
I did not give her toys. I gave her clothes. She was so, so excited. Mind you, my birthday is in September, which if you're in the Midwest, September is like fall. Yeah, you said September to me, and I was like, dude, that's like summer. What's the problem? It's like cold. Well, it's usually still pretty hot. It's still 100 in September. It's been cold sometimes. You just just never know how it's going to be here in September. I mean, I don't think we've ever had snow that early, but... Um, and then her, her fourth birthday, I got her a new swimsuit and so she would not take it off. So we had her fourth birthday and she just walk around in her swimsuit. Cause that was her. She loved it. She loved her swimsuit. I'm loving, I'm loving that Ezra's birthday's in July because her birthday's on July 28th. Um, all the kids in her class have to have birthday parties where they invite the entire class because Ezra's birthday's in the summer, I only got to invite the kids she actually likes or nobody. Ooh, it's that's great. Nice. The problem is, though, everywhere is packed in summertime. So, like, anywhere I want to take her for her birthday, it's, like, always obscenely crowded. Oh, uh, see, Zoe's was always around Labor Day, so nobody was in town. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> We would just have per- parties here at, at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Hell yeah, Chuck E. Well, Cheese. Well, I always try to do something, like, special. I mean, not, like, crazy special. Like, I've never taken her to, like, Disneyland or something. But, like, we went to the beach one time. We've done, like, the splash pad and, like, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I know I've done other things. She's about to turn six. I've had more than two birthdays. But, you know, <laughs> the only time she really had, like, a party party uh, was her first birthday. She had a party party or had didn't have a party? She did have a party, like a proper party. Like we didn't oh, go yeah. out. Like we just like stayed home. There was like food, cake and shit. Uh, it was her first birthday. And it was like my family so, was over. The in-laws were over. Cute. So yeah. So Zoe's first birthday, I was in a wedding that day. Oh, rude. And her, wedding didn't her even godparents came down. But her godparents got her this outfit from Dollywood. <laughs> and... And then went and took her and got her pictures taken while I was at the wedding. Oh, my gosh. And then brought her to the reception. Well, my friends that I was in the wedding with got her a smash cake. So here I am holding her. I had to wear a white bridesmaid dress. So I'm wearing that. She's got a purple cake. (laughs) Purple all over (laughs) that white dress. But. Yeah, so that's how Zoe celebrated her first birthday. And then the next day we went to Chuck E. Cheese with all the family. And later that dress had penises sewn all over it. Oh, my gosh. I did for my sister-in-law, ex-sister-in-law. Yeah, I was going to say, that wedding didn't last either. (laughs) True. True, true, true. I mean, most of them don't. Especially from that, like... Like, the 80s and 90s were just riddled with divorces. It's actually, the rate slowed down now, but 80s and 90s, huge spike. Damn. Well, I just got out of that and didn't get married, so I don't have to worry about that. True. Hooray! She smarter. I didn't have to split anything. Well, if Cody and I do get divorced, we're broke, so we don't really have anything <laughs> to split. That's custody. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, I get half a week to, to beat on a bomb? Like, I get, like, three, like half my week off? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Oh, see that that was that was the hardest part is because her dad, when she was growing up, lived either in Michigan, Louisville, or far west Iowa. So 
he only took her for two weeks in the summer. And then if he ever came back. Oh, that is but hard. the gag is so, that even yeah. that when I was with him, he wouldn't even fucking take off work to hang out with me. No, no. He'd make his fucking girlfriend at the time take off work to take care of me. Aw. Well, at least I hope she was nice. Yeah, they, they plural, <laughs> were oh. decent. <laughs> Some were better than others. I really like this one, Sonia. She introduced me to VH1 Countdown. <laughs> and... <laughs> a very vivid memory of her dancing on top of a railing <laughs> to like fucking Rihanna's first album. Oh my gosh. That's so uh, you came back loving the song Umbrella. Yeah, I still do. <laughs> from from that time. But I, I have I was say that's a bop, I, so. I have to laugh because Sonia, uh, one time she was over at your aunt's house and she walked up to the grill with like hamburgers mm-hmm. and they're like oh, go ahead and cook them. She's like I don't know how. Like, oh, this woman's going to be taking oh, care Sonia of... Oh, Sonia was a fucking idiot. This woman's going to take care of my kid? She don't know how to cook a burger? That's true. And she had three kids of her own. <laughs> oh, I didn't know she had kids. I thought- yeah, Sonia had kids. Sonia had kids that lived with her half the time. I, know um, I know that because they actually settled really well into all of the... Be- no, she had two kids. She had two kids. Oh. They settled really well into the bedrooms because her boy took Shane's bedroom and then the girl took Natalie's bedroom. My dad's house. My dad had a very large house for all of his interchangeable girlfriends. Um, there was also Twyla, who had three kids, which is, those are the the two kids that I mentioned, two out of the three. I had Rachel, the oldest kid's bedroom um, when Sonia was around. Twyla was intense. I'll never forget, there was one time I was small enough to still be in a car seat, so I had to have been maybe like like six seven maybe she was actually around for a couple years but um i'll never forget a couple key stories with her um the first one is that i was wearing these like brats pajamas because i was also like a diehard brats girl (laughs) um probably stemming from my love of clothing (laughs) and brats just had better outfits than barbies um just yeah pause for a second did you get the brats bathtub fuck no i didn't god damn it shit sorry (laughs) okay continue why did you (laughs) no did Chris? No, because she's got that other little bathtub. That's right. God damn it. I forgot about that. Maybe I can ship it to the castle. <laughs> Do they take packages? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hold on. Um, so anyway, so I had these like Bratz pajamas and the shorts were like very short. <laughs> like They almost were kind of like underwear short. And I like it was just me and Twyla and we're sitting in like my dad's basement at the time. And she's like, oh, my God, what are you wearing? And I was like, pajamas. And she was like horrified that I fucking wore these pajamas. And she gave me so much shit because they were so short and she couldn't fucking believe it. And I was like, I'm literally like five years old. (laughs) Dude, people get so weird about that. I know. Seriously. And then the other time was when I was, I was small enough to be again, like in a car seat. And I remember we were driving to like some like campsite or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have a headache. And this bitch pulls over and gives me a fucking Red Bull and is like, here, this will help with your headache. I'm a nurse. And she actually was a nurse. Like, you're going to give a fucking already hyperactive five-year-old a goddamn full Red Bull to chug? Yeah, that's what she did. I mean, caffeine does help, but holy shit. That shit tasted like battery acid. I still think that Red Bull tastes like battery acid. <laughs> yep. oh, Those are my two stories. Well, so far, Ezra doesn't have strings of girlfriend stories. Yeah, I have a lot of <laughs> my dad's girlfriend stories. All the times that I went with my dad and then he actually wasn't even there. <laughs> I, I got another funny, funny uh, Zoe that I 
crack up. Um, so she was taking a bath and she had got, I don't know, some like little Barbie thing where you could squeeze and it would shoot the water up. So it made it look like it was like showering or whatever. <laughs> well, of course, I leave the bathroom. I come back in. She's got the tube thing off and she's sucking one of her lips Hell yeah. with it. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Then she had a perfect circle, like hickey, on one of her lips. And I'm like, how am I going to explain that to daycare tomorrow? <laughs> that she's got, she's got this perfect circle. Like she had a smart mouth. I'm going to just pop her one. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah. Oh, another time she came back from her dad's. And I get a call from daycare. And they're like, so Zoe fingered somebody? <gasps> They go, I don't think she knows what it means, but I, I'm i pretty sure that, you know, it all, some other the kids did know what it means or what it meant. And I was like, okay. And then I, I t- called her dad. I was like, oh, my God. So we like fingered somebody. I don't finger people. I, you know, I was like, where'd she get this? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I fingered Kevin. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. That's his best friend of many years. Yeah, so then Zoe picked it up because there must have been a laugh. So she did it to her classmates when she was like three. Yeah, and you know what? There was another laugh, probably. I don't remember it. (laughs) Yeah, everybody else laughed, but you had no idea what you were doing. I got the reaction Uh, that I wanted. All bad attention is still attention. (laughs) (laughs) True. So I wanted to go off on that, uh, your little short story, Zoe. Mm -hmm. How weird it is buying little girls clothes in general. I remember having this problem when Ezra was like six months old, like that early, like six months old, where they would make the little girl shorts so short it wouldn't even cover her diaper. Yeah, that's probably like if I wore a diaper, I'm pretty sure you probably couldn't see it or you probably would be able to see it. And it's just like, it's really weird because on the one hand, it's like all the clothes for little girls is made weirdly provocative. But at the same time, everyone goes crazy when a little girl wears fucking anything, you know? Like, Ezra's really tall, so by the time dresses fit her around, they're usually, usually like, way short on her. And people get weird about it. Of course. And I'm just like, how is it both? How are we both, like, in a society where I can only buy my daughter little Daisy Dukes that show her ass cheeks <laughs> in the goddamn toddler section, uh, but also everyone's going to go crazy because you can see her knees! Oh my god! Right, exactly. I was just thinking that the other day about women's swimsuits. Because I was thinking, okay, I need a new one. And I'm like, why do we have to have the Speedo bottoms? But men are like shorts down to their knees. I didn't buy me a new swimsuit, by the way. You want to buy me a swimsuit? No. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. Are you positive about that? 100%. I don't know if you are. See, it never ends. It never ends. (laughs) That is true. Yeah, and I just feel like it's so weird. I feel like it's so weird how early that kicks Wait, in. Wait, if I ship you a bathtub that may or may not squirt water, will you bring it? I can Amazon fry you a bathtub. <laughs> we have so many ways to consume shots on your birthday. So, Bethany, <laughs> do you want to know what we're talking about? <laughs> sure. Maybe. <laughs> so, when we she came, she came home for our girls' trip to Galena... Um, there's a distillery that makes a drink specially for us. And so we go up there. Well, and we're drinking that. And then Chris sees that there's a bathtub drink. 
And so it came with like a slushed gin drink with a little duck in it and an umbrella in a bathtub, like a mini bathtub. So she ended up buying one and we used it for shots and put the little duck in there. So the duck was staring at you. So then people would come by like, hey, you've got the bathroom shots or the bathtub shots. And I'm like, yeah, somebody like was going to go stand in our bathtub thinking that's what they had to do. <laughs> I was like, no, no, just out of this little bathtub. Well, so Zoe had had the Bratz bathtub when she was younger and she was talking about buying that for Here, I'll send you the item. our little castle getaway. So. Oh, wait, fuck. I don't know if I can. Oh, wait. Okay. I just sent a link to it in the chat on here so you can see what we're talking about. But you could, like, spray water. Yeah. But that's a, that was a big bathtub because it wasn't it for the big bath or the big breath. It was the big babies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we may still. I, it might be up in the attic. Yeah, but it's probably gross. It definitely probably is because they wouldn't let you get rid of anything. Right. Even your baby alive that you mutilated. Hey, I was just seeing what made its face move. I thought you were practicing plastic surgery. It was just easier saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Did you read any books when you were trying to raise me? Mm. No, there was that whole book, What to Expect When You're Expecting. I hated that book. And then the, the first one, you know, the first, I don't know, like the toddler years or whatever. You know. God, they go up to like preteens now, I swear. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't read that far. So it might have turned out better if I did. <laughs> okay, I was an asshole all the way through. My thought was, if she's in therapy at 30, then I then I fucked up. <laughs> but, you know, so I still got a couple more years to know if I fucked up. <laughs> so. I mean, you can still rationalize it with yourself. My daughter has enough emotional intelligence to understand when she needs help. Boom. Good parent. <laughs> With Ezra, I mostly read articles. I was, I tried to do what to expect when you're expecting, but I couldn't get even get through the pregnancy one, you know? Like, I felt like everything was, like, information I already knew. The weird stuff, like mucus plugs and, like, what contractions feel like and, like, lightning crotch and shit like that. I learned that on the internet, you know? The internet didn't exist um, with me. I mean, it did. Also- just wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't the same. No, but I was much more of an article gal. And in that way, like, because when you buy a book, it's only going to tell you one style versus I kind of got like a patchwork of styles going on. My only real goal was I did. I wanted to raise Ezra without any sort of like (laughs) evangelical Christian guilt that America loves pressure on girls. And I wanted her to be nice. And that was about it. Yeah. And, you know, I got Zoe baptized. I've never been baptized. I don't go to church. (laughs) We know. And but I wanted Zoe to be (laughs) I wanted to get Zoe baptized because and I chose I chose a religion that my grandma and my aunt and uncle went to because I was like, well, if I do go to church, it'll probably be with these guys then going on my own. And I've already broke every Catholic law that they have. (laughs) And and then but, you know, that I chose Luther. Okay, well, they're pretty much the same. So, you know, but. I think she got baptized and then that was about that's about the extent of that you know did the bare minimum just in case just in case the pearly gates are an issue later on she'd at least have that checked <laughs> off i grew up in a in a family where my dad was catholic and my mom was mormon so uh that carried over into many things bethany has a lot of religious trauma yeah which is funny because i wouldn't have even said i had a like overtly religious childhood like there were years when i went to church pretty regularly but it just like kind of seeped into everything. Like you couldn't even ask about like periods without my mom being like, well, why don't you know? 
And I didn't know if it's because she was just being a bitch or because she didn't know what was pretending that she knew. Which I think it might be that one. Uh, just to show you how deep the weird religious shit goes, I was having, like, sexy thoughts about Cody, right? My husband. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God, my brain shut down and was like, oh, that's dirty. You're not supposed to think like that. Before, I was like, dude, that's my fucking husband. Even in religious terms, I'm fine. Like, even the average crazy Mormon or Catholic are like, oh, you're thinking fuck thoughts about your husband? Oh, that's fine. Whatever. You're married. Like, what else? <laughs> but, like, even my brain still was like, uh-oh, dirty, dirty. Well, see, that was another reason why I baptized her, because my mom was brought up Catholic. So the whole, if you don't baptize them, then you're going to end up in purgatory and, and all of that. And you don't want to end up in purgatory. I should have got you baptized. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Purgatory is not that bad. It's just neutral, right? Yeah. It's not heaven. It's not hell. Okay, cool. Well, Mormons don't believe in purgatory or the whole baptism shit, so I'm 50% covered. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Hardest parts of parenthood, or we just want to wrap up? Hardest part of parenthood. Probably, for me, is watching her go on her own. She's going to start crying now. That's sweet. I'm gonna start crying now. But the, but the funniest thing is, is she plucked the mom's string in my heart. But you know, the funniest thing is, is she was like my shadow for the first 17, 18 years of her seventeen. And I thought, okay, you need to go at least at least an hour and a half away because she didn't want to apply to Iowa. And I was like, do it, you know. And she did it. And I was like, here you go. And her dad even drove me down or drove with us down. And said, don't worry, I'll drive you back home because I know you're going to be an emotional wreck. Really? <laughs> so, but yeah, so that I think the hardest part is sending her out on her own, hoping that I gave her enough tools to survive. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That made me feel a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I have those. Not very often, but sometimes. <laughs> Tender moment. <laughs> Ezra's obviously a lot younger than Zoe, so we're at a very really? different stage here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a, a bit of an age difference. She's turning six years old this summer. So far, the hardest part has been trying to teach her life stuff without like the world interfering already. So like, I try to teach her like, there's no such thing as like boys things and girls things, you know. Like, she used to be big on like, oh, that's for boys, oh, that's for girls, and that never came from me, and I can guarantee that. But, like, society, like, in her even little shows, like, the girl's always the pink character. And then, like, she went to school one day, and they were making slime. And they had green slime for the boys and pink slime for the girls. Oh, yeah. So she already has, like, these preconceived, like, little gender notions that I'm constantly having to battle. Because, like, the outside world's not like, no, you're a girl. You have to be like this. And, like, boys can't like pretty fancy things. And we always have to remind her, because Cody's favorite color is pink. And all the time I have to be like, hey, what's daddy's favorite color? Is daddy a girl? Like, Cody's like 6'2", like, fucking wall of beef, okay? <laughs> Cody, like, works in fucking construction. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and so his favorite color is pink. And all the time he's like, people give him shit about it. He's actually got shit for being gay, quote unquote, quite a few times. But it's never really, really been something we taught. Because we're like, look, daddy follows a lot of the manly rules and his favorite color is still pink. That doesn't make him a girl. And I constantly got to tell her, like, just because she's a girl, she can like traditionally masculine things. And it's just like I'm constantly teaching her little things like this. And then just like something in the world contradicts me. 
And I always feel like that's the hardest. Drive a truck. <laughs> I don't wear a lot of makeup. I have short hair. And so somebody's like, who's going to teach her how to play baseball? I'm like, are you stupid? I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> also, what's the assumption that the man knows how to play baseball? <laughs> Cody can't play baseball. Cody, how are you going to teach Ezra how to play baseball? Dude, my mom fucking loves baseball. And that's also another gag. Is that I have the most lesbian-ass mother who's actually the straightest person I've ever met in my entire life. I know. I got in an argument about guns one time with somebody at a bar. And he's like, he thought it was derogatory to say, fine, go home to your wife. And I'm like, well, at least I could get one if I wanted one. <laughs> Like you're just jealous because I could get more. I was like, do you you think that's a like a slap in the face? It's not. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's the first time I've ever been thought of or called a lesbian? No. Is it going to be the last? No. Do I care? No. Then there was all that. I got to teach her about being gay because everything is boy and girl. Like what? Boys can marry boys. Yes, Ezra, you can marry whoever you want as long as they're consenting. Oh, there was there was one time Zoe was in daycare, so she would have been in kindergarten. And I picked her up. Um, well, so it was like before after school kind of daycare thing. So I picked her up and she's like, Mom, all these kids are calling me a lesbian. I'm like, I said, what? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, it's not a bad word. So that's fine. So if, if they want to say that, don't take it offensively. It's not it's not bad, you know. But I was like, I didn't know if she was ready to whole understand all of that, you know. But I mean, I'm sure she probably could have handled it. I was just like, if they say it, it's not a bad word. You're fine. I just wouldn't let her say stupid. I wouldn't let her call yeah. anybody stupid. Yeah, that was that was the end game. Is that I couldn't say stupid. <laughs> nope. Nope. Or dumb. Yeah. Don't don't call anybody stupid. Don't call anybody dumb. Ezra has one time when she's allowed to say the f word. I came later. <laughs> well, yeah, but she. I know she's awfully little, but she's allowed to say fuck the police. Yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> And she'll ask too. She'll be like, mommy, can I say the bad word? And I'm like, yeah, man, go for it. And then she's like, fuck the police. And it's hilarious because it's her tiny little, cute little girl voice. I love that. Um, If you ever were to get that on film, I would like to see it. Because <laughs> I, I too want to see that. And I feel like that's the cutest fucking shit ever. <laughs> Last time we were talking about school shootings. Because, you know, you like talk to your kid about the, as little as she is. You kind of kind of. Like, I don't know. I get anxiety about it. So we're having a conversation about it. And we were talking about that school where the cops, like, waited outside for, like, an hour. Uvalde. Yes, that one. And then she was like, Bobby, can I say it? And I was like, yeah, right now is a good time. She goes, oh. <laughs> smart kid, smart kid. <laughs> I know. She's very political already. I, I know I'm doing well enough. Well, I have this welcome mat that says, fuck off. So... <laughs> <laughs> but then, so then when my brother's kids saw it, they're like, especially the six-year-old, he's like, whoa, whoa, well, that's a What made one. it so funny is that, <laughs> so he was like, Zoe, what does that say? And I said, well, I was like, you can sound out words, right? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, so sound it out. He sounded it out. And he was like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> he like looked at me and I was like, say it again, read it again. And he goes, fuck and he goes oh, and his his eyes got so wide and his mouth dropped and he looked at me and i said you're fine kid i literally just let you say that but like i baited you into that so bad <laughs> and then we're sitting in the car 
And we, I, I think I took them to go get like Poncheros or whatever, which is basically just like Iowa Chipotle. That's so much better. Let me just say anyways. But, and I was like, okay, I was like, since Leighton, the youngest, I was like, since the youngest got to say a, uh, that's Levi, by the way. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck. I don't even know their, all their <laughs> names. So, so the youngest, I was like, all right, so you got to say a swear word. So I was like, your two older siblings can say a swear word. And I said, you know, nothing's off limits. You know, you can say one thing. And and the oldest said, fuck. And I was like, all right, cool. And the middle one goes, so we can say anything? <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, you can say anything. He was like, okay, well, I don't think it's very good. And I was like, it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. This motherfucker says the N-word, hard R. And I was like, oh my God. How did I know that's where this was going? I know. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't even think that was a fucking option in his head. And I was like, whoa, okay. I was like, you can't say that one ever. I was like, there's no exceptions. I was like, I don't even say that word. And he was like, really? And I was like, You said no. any word. I knew that's where this was going. His parents are a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit more traditionally Iowan. Some might say <laughs> uh, the youngest one was using gay as a derogatory. And I, I'm like, I'm in the kitchen and I just stopped him right there. And I said, absolutely not. Not in my house. You don't ever use that word. You know how you used it. I said, it's not a bad word. You don't ever, you know, and went on and on. And Kyle's like, well, he doesn't know. And I said, well, he needs to learn. I was going to say, you he know? can learn. I literally just taught his middle kid that you cannot say the N-word under any circumstances. Yeah, gotta learn yeah. today. He settled with cunt later, which I was like, that's better. <laughs> that's a different convo, though, too. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this is also a kid, the littlest one. I came when my brother was living with me when he was going through the divorce. He had the kids over. I was like, what in the hell is all the ruckus downstairs? I come downstairs. The youngest one stabbing a box in the knife and he, or with a knife. And he's like, this is China. I'm like, oh, my God. Do you watch Fox News? <laughs> yeah, he does. Are you watching Fox oh, News at the age of six? This is, my uncle is the type of man that actually genuinely listens to Alex Jones. Like, he's a fucking. Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're fucking gods. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's weird, weird, weird. Yeah, I came from a racist family too. Because he's it. not even like their traditional like Trumper. He's not even necessarily like a pro-Trump type of person. He's into that fucking weirdo right-wing QAnon bullshit. Like that's the type of person well, that he but is. But he started more with the Tea Party with um, Rand Paul or Ron Paul. Ron yeah. Paul. Oh wow! And like that's where he got sucked down. That whole I don't know. Everything Whatever. is a fucking government conspiracy story. Like, I'm pretty sure if you told this man that, like, <laughs> that you need to wear a tinfoil hat so the aliens won't fucking come suck your soul out your butthole, he would absolutely wear a tinfoil hat from now until the day that he fucking died. Right. So that's what worries me about his kids, because his ex-wife and her family are far out there, you know? And... So, and I've already seen it like carry over into the kids, and I'm like, oh, absolutely. Oh, and not. These, these children go to a school called literally the Christian school, where on their website they brag about only teaching Christian values and how they value Christian Christianity and Christian backed learning over science. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's awful. Yeah. Is that even legal? Uh, in <laughs> Iowa, yeah. 
<laughs> we don't teach facts. For, we'll brag about it. For $21,000 a year for the three kids, it's legal. Yeah, freaking keep in mind, these people do not make much more than what my These people make less than what my mom makes and are raising fucking three kids on that. They get scholarships and stuff, too. But now that we have that whole voucher. Fuck. Also, like, also, also, if you go to public school, no, if you go to private school, like around the place that I grew up, you're a dumb kid. Like, I'm not even like you're going to a dumb school. That's that's it. Like the best school that you could possibly go to is public school. And like I had like a pretty solid ass education. I'm sure it's probably similar. Shitty teachers, shitty admin. Like we've been that down that road before. But like it is a very good school. And so like you're pulling your kid out to send them into shittier education to match whatever fucking whack ass values you have. But like they're not even learning. (laughs) You know what's so funny too about that? So I work in public school. And everyone's always talking about the groomers. Oh, they're grooming our children to be liberals. Dude, most of your goddamn teachers out here are fucking Trump supporters. (laughs) Okay? Literally. And the the liberal ones are moderate at fucking best. Okay? Like, there is no one out here. Like, the one person who probably might teach your kid about pronouns is also the one person (laughs) who will run the GSA, you know? Like, it's like the one teacher on the whole campus. So wack. A lot of, I think a lot of Iowa teachers, Iowa public school teachers are pretty liberal, I would say. Well, this is California, too, so we're supposedly so progressive, but I'm like, we're really not allowed to say shit to your kids, and we're much more likely to get in trouble for saying something progressive oh, than yeah, that's absolutely still a thing in Iowa, too. Yeah, that's, which is so whack to me, too. Like, I don't think I was going to go out of their way to be, like, protecting trans kids in schools or anything like that, or, like, making sure that, like, I don't know in sex ed that they learn about pronouns and shit, but like, well, well, you know, you know, Rochelle's a school counselor, right? Mm -hmm. So she would help out transgender kids at the school in a small, small community. That's maybe got, I don't know, under a thousand people. I don't know how many people live there, but. Oh, like teeny tiny ass town. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then all these new rules come down and they can't talk about it. If they ask him questions, she's not allowed to answer them. And the whole, if the kid wants to be another pronoun, she's supposed to report it back to the parent. You know, it's, I would hate to be in schools. Yeah, seriously. I saw something today that was basically just like, dude, if you, if your kid is not telling you about their gender this was in particular to gender but like if they're not telling you that it's because they don't fucking trust you enough with that information and like i don't know i've just been thinking about that over the day well, but i i think that's just any- and if you're one of those parents that's like you have to tell me if it happens there's probably like the reason is pretty fucking obvious yeah you know? literally like they're obviously the problem the people who want the information exactly. the worst are the ones who are the issue right but, but I, I think that's it. with anything i mean you've got to be able to let your kid trust you enough to let them, you know, talk, you know, and hopefully I did that enough with you that you were able to tell me everything. And I'm, I, I think we did, you know, so. I would say I'm so. Sure I tell you a hell of a lot, maybe a little bit too much sometimes. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> same, 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 same. <laughs> 
that's what I'd like with Ez one day. Like, I wasn't like that with my mom. You still can't tell my mom shit. But I'd love for Ezra to one day just be able to, like, talk to me about these things. That's one of my, like, few parenting goals. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that that's the way I was brought up with my mom and my grandma. They were both cruel humor. Hilarious. My grandma had memes before there was memes. She literally had a file in her drawer in her office in her house with um, jokes. Like 30, 30 jokes. 30 jokes. Go <laughs> yeah. ahead of her time. What did I mean, she, she was She was funny. No holds barred. She this would bitch, say like whatever. on her fucking deathbed told my, so my aunt, like my great aunt, her daughter, like leaned over and it was like, Hey mom, I'm like going to go home and take a shower. And she on her fucking deathbed goes good. Can I, Cause I can smell your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. For real. For real. So, <laughs> so nothing, nothing was ever taboo in, in my house. I come from a long and, generation you know, of ladies. who don't give a fuck. Yes. I'm very proud about that. Nothing's off limits. Yeah. I'm trying to raise the don't give a fuck. I did not have that. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You're the one breaking the cycle, and that's all that matters. Hopefully. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty entertaining because a lot of people would be like, "Your grandma said that." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody we we're at a family reunion, and somebody was in the food line and accidentally elbowed my grandma and her boobs. You know, and she was probably in her seventies, <laughs> and she's like pretty firm for an old broad. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, grandma." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, she she would be like the best person for TikToks now. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I see a lot of those with like people with their elderly parents, and I just crack up because I mean, you know, I would call my grandma during an Iowa Hawkeyes basketball game, and just to fuck with her, and she would pick up the phone. I'm like, "Hey, grandma, what are you doing?" <laughs> She's like, "Fuck off! I'm watching the game. Hang up on me," <laughs> you know. And so it'd be just like purposely, we would all do it just to you know get under her skin because it was fun. I mean, you can't beat out on telling your your grandma telling you to fuck off. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is the reason we are how we are. True. Sorry. And Sorry. one of my favorite family heirlooms, like one of the only things that I will ever get from her ever, from my great grandmother, <laughs> are these two little frog figurines that they're normal little frogs, right? They just hang out. They're cute. They're tiny. But when you flip them over, they're actually anatomically correct. <laughs> So, and so one of them has oh my gosh, has some funny. tits and some vulve, and the other one has a little penis. And they're beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Here, I'll I'll Art. send them to you, Zoe, and you can you can share. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Gosh, I think that's all the time we have today. But it has been such a joy. I think. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> to have my mom here and sharing all of my nitty gritty stories. Happy Mother's Day to all of the moms that are, all of the moms that will be, all of the moms who have kids, who don't have kids, the parents to friends, the parents to children, the parents to adult children. Parents to four-legged animals. Parents of four-legged animals. Parents of snakes, <laughs> other amphibians. Parents of animals that do not have four legs. Oh, that's not the same. Bethany, I sent Zoe a Mother's Day present. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it last year? Because <laughs> I kept giving uh. her shit about it. I was like, look, I'm not having children. So the least that you can do. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Mom, for coming. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. It was fun. 
birthday in seven minutes. So maybe I'll stretch it out for seven minutes and just keep talking for this this outro. <laughs> I got it. I got to go. I got to go to bed. <laughs> yes. So thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Bethany, thank you for sharing some of your stories. If you're curious on hearing a little bit more about Bethany's birth story, um, we did do quite a big feature on it during our birth control episode in season two. Kind of scattered about. True. You have to listen to the whole podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Sucks for you. <laughs> yeah. Every episode. Go ahead. Um. I did. It's not that bad. That's good. good. (laughs) Thanks, mom. It's not that bad. You heard it here, folks. We'll we'll quote you on that. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you all for coming today. I hope you have a fantastic Mother's Day and we will see you next time back to our regularly scheduled material. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.